Blog Talk Radio. But most know me as the Chicken Whisperer, author of The Chicken Whisperer's Guide to Keeping Chickens, National Spokesperson for the USDA Biosecurity for Birds Program, and Editor-in-Chief of Chicken Whisperer Magazine. Each week, I welcome experts in their field to share their knowledge about different topics, including backyard poultry, show poultry, heritage poultry, gardening, cooking, and, of course, living a self-sufficient lifestyle. Join us online at chickenwhisperer.com, where you can follow us on Twitter, become a fan on Facebook, and subscribe to the totally free digital edition of Chicken Whisperer Magazine. Once again, I would like to thank all of you for tuning in today to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Combox Feeds. At Combox Feeds, our layer pellets and crumbles are all natural, antibiotic-free, with no animal byproducts. Formulated just for laying hens, our feed is fortified with essential amino acids and calcium to ensure maximum production of nutritious, tasty, strong-shelled eggs. From our family to yours, feed your hens the way nature intended. Pure, wholesome, goodness. Kalmbach Feeds. Find a dealer at kalmbachfeeds.com. That's K-A-L-M-B-A-C-H, feeds.com. Or order your layer pellets and crumples today on amazon.com. Kalmbach Feeds is a proud sponsor of the Chicken Whisperer. Ware Manufacturing has been building quality hutches since 1983. Ware manufactures modern chicken hutches, barns, pens, and nest boxes designed especially for the backyard flock. Ware offers hutches and pens for every yard size and every chicken keeper's budget. Visit their website at waremfge.com. That's W-A-R-E-M-F-G-I-N-C.com or call them to find a retailer near you at 1-888-824-7257. Ware Manufacturing. When you need an incubator, think Brensey, the incubation specialist. Brensey has been a world-leading manufacturer of incubators for over 30 years. Incubators from 7 to 380 eggs with high-quality electronic and digital controls, including precise humidity control and programmable egg turning, all at surprisingly affordable prices. Visit them online at Brensea.com. Brensea spelled B-R-I-N-S-E-A. That's Brensea.com or call 
1-888-667-7009. Enter the coupon code WHISPER at checkout and save 10% on their incubators, brooders, egg candlers, and other incubation accessories. When you need an incubator, think Brincy, technology you can trust. Cackle Hatchery is a third-generation, family-owned and operated hatchery. They offer over 193 varieties of poultry shipped directly from their facility in Missouri. It's their mission to enhance your life by providing you with quality poultry for showing, meat, enjoyment, eggs, and pets. They specialize in hatching purebred poultry and shipping day-old chicks right to your local post office since 1936. 4-H and FFA Youth Poultry Clubs get a 10% discount. Check out their website, CackleHatchery.com, for posted weekly specials and discounts. That's CackleHatchery.com. you provide a heat source for your backyard chickens in the winter? In most cases, it's not necessary. But if you choose to provide a heat source for your backyard chickens, it's imperative to use a safe and effective heat source, and the only one I recommend is the Sweeter Heater. The Sweeter Heater is a safe, completely sealed, washable, non-breakable, energy-efficient, long-lasting and reliable specific area heater that comes with a three-year warranty. Ditch the dangerous heat lamp this season and invest in the only heater I recommend, the Sweeter Heater. Purchase the Sweeter Heater online at SweeterHeater.com. That's SweeterHeater.com. Hi, I'm country music artist Nathan Osmond, and you're listening to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. And the mighty bird against prejudice continues his fight for law and order. So when you hear that cry in the sky, you'll know it's Super Chicken. All righty, thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Call Bach Feeds. We're broadcasting live today from the beautiful Guntersville State Park in Guntersville, Alabama. Uh, it's a very, very beautiful place. I'm telling you what, um, if you've never been through the northern section of Alabama, truly the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains, and uh, it's it's a beautiful place, and uh, we're right on the lake right here. Beautiful, beautiful views from the RV. Uh, I am here. I'll be speaking at the Faithway Dealer Conference here that's going to be held uh, Friday and Saturday here at the Guntersville State Park Lodge. Looking forward to talking with a lot of dealers uh, here in the southeast. I'll be speaking Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Uh, about the backyard poultry movement, where it's going, where it's been, who their customer is, what they're looking for, really the whole uh, caboodle regarding backyard poultry. Really looking forward to that. But uh, this really kicks off the, the start of the 2015 Fall Chicken Whisperer Tour sponsored by Kalmbach Feeds. And this is a closed event. It's a uh, private event here. But from here, we'll be heading over, and I think the rest of the events we have scheduled are public. 
so our fans can uh, come on out and get a signed copy of Chicken Whisper magazine or the book and, and uh, get a, a workshop that we'll be doing at every stop uh, from here on out. And we'll be hitting and having events in North Carolina, Virginia, um, West Virginia, Kentucky, and Illinois, actually, over the next uh, six weeks. So we're really looking forward to getting out there again and as we do twice a year on tour and meeting uh, fans and friends. And uh, But, yeah, we couldn't be at a, probably a more beautiful place. It's very nice here, and uh, looking forward to a really wonderful weekend. Got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, it's uh, really this time of year. We call it our uh, sponsor week, even though it lasts much longer uh, than a week, where we reach out normally once or twice a year and bring our sponsors on, tell us some, a little bit about themselves and how they started the business, why they started the business, and about their great products. And uh, I've been associated with... Uh, Instatherm and the sweeter heater for many years now. Uh, as the, you heard on the commercial, it's uh, really the only uh, heat source for coops that I, I do recommend because uh, and people say, you know, Andy, why are you so passionate about um, uh, coop heaters uh, once winter rolls around? And because uh, it's because every year uh, for probably a decade, uh, I've been telling people, teaching people, and posting uh, on Facebook and Twitter Every single year, numerous, numerous, numerous coop buyers caused by uh, heat sources that are used um, carelessly, one might say. And so the more you can do to eliminate a fire risk in your coop, um, the better. We don't want you to kill them with kindness. Everybody knows about my views on heating the coop uh, in the winter. But let's face it, like I've said in just about every article I've ever written for any magazine or book about this topic, um, for an awful lot of people, uh, chickens uh, have become a lot more than just livestock or food. They have become their pets. And let's face it, people in America spoil their pets almost to the point of humanizing them, um, regardless of the facts or the science that's out there. It's going to happen. Um, so... Uh, since we know that it's going to happen, uh, we know that still probably the number one heat source for coops uh, is uh, these heat lamps that can be very dangerous uh, because they're about 12 bucks. We get that. So we teach people about things they can do if they're on a budget, if they have, have to use one, uh, how to use it uh, as safe as possible. But we also tell people about uh, really, again, the only heat source that I personally recommend for coops, and that is the, the sweeter heater. Uh, Self-contained, uh, radiant heat. It's not designed to heat the coop. It is just designed to hang above or behind the roost uh, to um, assist in keeping your flock comfortable. That is, may or may not give off enough heat for in the uh, coop to prevent frozen water, so you may have to go down a different route for that. Uh, but, but that's it. You're not keeping the coop at a nice, toasty, you know, 72 degrees for them with, with a sweeter heater. It's not designed for that. Um, you know, I talk oftentimes about sometimes the dangers of feeding the coop, regardless uh, about them not getting acclimated to the cold. If you think about it, from uh, <laughs> from from the day they hatch, they're in an incubator at 99.5 degrees, and you put them in a brooder at 90 degrees and lower that uh, until they're they're ready to go outside. And then all of a sudden, you may choose to keep a heat in the coop. So all your birds know is a nice, balmy 72, nice, toasty degrees coop. And then when the next time, you know, a winter storm comes through, your power's knocked out and your chickens are dead because they haven't had time to acclimate. So there are some things about that. Um, but regardless of where you're at in the country, the people still, we know, 
Uh, there's a, a large number of you that heat the coop. And so uh, today we've got Chuck, the uh, owner and founder of Infratherm, makers of the sweeter heater. Tell us all about his uh, product. And uh, we've been talking about this for many, many years. I've given many away. Um, I've tested them. I've used them. I've plugged them in. I've unplugged them. I've given them to neighbors and friends to use. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know if I've ever heard or read a, a, a negative complaint uh, about them. I know that last year, the year before, they went through some upgrades uh, from um, uh, and making the unit uh, even better. So that's always cool. Um, and, and, again, I think the issue here is a lot of people, when I talk about uh, uh, the, the heaters, whether it's sweeter heater or, or um, uh, maybe another one comes up during my events, uh, you know, about the, the cost. Oh, well, they're you know, anywhere from 79 to $129, and I can get a heat lamp for 12 bucks. And, and so I understand budget's very important. Trust me, I really do. Um, but um, have you checked and see what your deductible is for your homeowner's insurance when your coop burns to the ground or how much you have invested in your flock? Let's talk about it. It's not just, oh, these chickens that cost me 3 bucks. really? Well, you spent 2000 $2,000 for a coop. You have six months in, in raising them, all the feed costs, all the time, all the toys, all the treats, all this, all of that. Um, and so it's more than just a $3 chicken. And so when you look at uh, it's $129, uh, but yet you spent 2000 on a, on a cool coop. You know, it's it's interesting. I sometimes go on that rant about uh, not for all of us, not for all of you, but for a lot of people, it's uh, they don't mind spending money on the fun stuff. Oh, I got this coop. It's twenty five hundred dollars, and this customer is paid like my house. And oh, I'm going to go spend money and make uh, nest box curtains. I'm going to spend the money and buy this wing or this toy or this treat or whatever the case may be, uh, this organic feed. But when it comes down to spending money on things for the health of your flock, then you know, or, or anything else for that matter, just because it may be not fun or, or it's not exciting to go and spend money on on medications that you might need to save your birds. Ah, uh, I can't afford twenty five dollars for a bottle of antibiotic, uh, or, or to, to, even though my chickens are sick. It's just a three dollar chicken. So we go down that road as well. A lot of you don't fall into that category, but but many of you do. Spend two thousand on a coop, but won't you know? Or you know, kind of shudder at spending uh, money for for a vet bill, say for a hundred dollars on a three dollar chicken. But we've already said we know it's more than a three dollar chicken. But we don't want you to kill them with kindness this winter. We know you love your chickens, you love your flock uh, for many different reasons. And we don't want you to kill them with kindness. So for so for years, we've been promoting the. Um, uh, the sweeter heater and uh, all the great things that come about it. We've gotten great reviews from from our fans that just love it. I know uh, Peter Brown, the chicken doctor, um, has several in his coop uh, as well, and um, uh, he's got a kind of what we would call a geriatric flock. So uh, he loves his birds as well, and so he uh, he likes to take the edge off up there in uh, in Maryland where he's at up there, and. Uh, so, um, so we're going to go right to the phone lines here. We're going to bring on Chuck uh, with um, the sweeter heater, so we can tell us a little bit about his history and, and the products. Any, anything kind of in the pike that's coming down, maybe for for new sure. items. And uh, hey, Chuck, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing good. That was quite a quite a uh, introduction you gave gave me there, Andy. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that's uh, I was connected or not. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, you're connected now, and uh, we're going to talk all about uh, your your awesome products there. So people, you know, it is the season. Uh, today, I guess, is the yesterday, today, the the first day of of fall, and people are now starting. I've even started seeing on some of the blogs and forums about, hey, you know, what what do I need to heat my coop with? Do I need to heat my coop? What do y'all use? What I 
So it was perfect timing for you to come on today. We do appreciate it. So uh, many people have heard you on before. Some have not. Some own your product. Some don't. Some are just looking at to maybe purchasing it. So we'll just start from the beginning, start from scratch, no pun intended. And uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, I guess, your company, how it got started. I, like most family-owned businesses, you, they, they see a need. They, they go to try to fix the need for themselves personally, and then it turns into a business. But tell us a little a little bit about Infratherm and how it got started, what your goals were when you started out. Well, Andy, we started out the, the company in, in 1995. And as you discussed earlier this morning, one of the things we – are trying to cure is the problem that you have with heat bulbs. They're unsafe, unreliable. Uh, when you're trying to heat uh, any of your pets on the farm and you've got uh, a heat bulb out there that that's noted for causing fires, it's hard to sleep at night and so forth. So we developed this product. Um, we actually, it's, it's grown and grown and grown and um, it's a safe alternative. Uh, you mentioned earlier that we've added some some uh, um, updates to it in the last couple of years, and, and for 2016, we have another uh, feature that we're adding, and that is the fact that we put a, a switch in, built it in, internally into the unit, so that uh, if, the, if, if the unlikely event that that heater would fall right to the ground with its lens covered, uh, we've got a snap switch in there that will shut that heater right off. Um, uh-huh. it, we don't recommend in any case that the heater be allowed to be permitted to, to lay flush on the ground, but it's just another safety feature that we want to just continue to improve um, our heater uh, so that our customers can sleep at night not worrying about the coop burning down. Absolutely. And that's a great, another uh, added feature for 2016. That's fabulous. I know on all the ones that I've helped people set up and that I've utilized that you you can, uh, even with your bare hand, once it eats up, you can touch that that, that uh, the, the cover, the front part of it. It's it, it gets pretty hot, but it's not going to scald you by any means or, uh, uh, you know, you're not going to keep your hand on there very long, but um, even at that that level of heat, uh, even uh, um, you know, causing a, a fire hazard like like the bolt, like the heat bulbs get so hot. If, if even if the chickens drink water and sling their head around, and a little tiny, I mean, the tiniest bit of that cold water hits those heat lamp bulbs, they're going to shatter into a million pieces. Now your chickens are walking in glass. They possibly are eating glass, picking up off the ground. Not not even including the uh, the fire hazard that's associated with that. And one thing we we sometimes fail to mention, so I'm going to mention it now while it's on my mind, is if you've ever run heat lamps, any number of heat lamps, you when you get your power bill uh, collapse uh, on the ground, looking at how high your power bill is. Back uh, many years ago, we were doing a, a big promotion for backyard poultry. Um, we gave away a thousand baby chicks each year, and uh, I had a thousand baby chicks in my garage. We built a specific brooder for them. Um, I had a row. This was long before uh, really Chicken Whisper, and um, uh, and even uh, I was familiar with your product. Had about you know six, seven uh, heat lamps, I mean, a thousand baby chicks heat lamps. And uh, just to note, when when my uh, power bill came, it was uh, about hit the ground just from running those. Because you think about it, you know, I didn't have to run them long, thank goodness, because we had the event later that weekend. And I kept them for several days, you know, anywhere based on their shipment, one to five days. 
Um, but a lot of folks that do this and they breed and they sell and whatnot and they have these on, you know, when you think about baby chicks, they're going to be on 24 hours a day, seven days a week for six to eight weeks, depending on where you live. And that is going to be detrimental to your power bill, which is going to be detrimental to your wallet, uh, where your units provide a safe heat source, uh, again, above or behind the roost much, much, much more affordable. You can probably kind of tell us, based on a 250-watt bulb, however many you have of those, um, versus the the uh, pull of, of your units. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that, how they're a little bit more uh, uh, easy on the pocketbook. Well, our largest unit, though, it's 1140 or the side mount 1140, um, it runs on 150 watts of power. So mm-hmm. if you're if you're comparing that to the use of, of a 250 watt bulb, um, it's there's just no comparison. And the other thing that, that people have to realize with a heat bulb is the unevenness of the heat itself. Uh, with the sweeter heater, you've got 144 square inches of laminar heat through the whole surface of the heated area. Specific areas underneath the heater itself. Whereas with the bulb, you've got anywhere from 250 degrees to too cold of an area for you know for the birds to for the any pet to be under. Uh, so, in addition to um, the savings of 50 percent of the over 50 percent of the of the heating cost per unit, you've got Again, a nice even laminar heating surface that um, the birds can use the whole surface. The other mm-hmm. thing I'd like to out as I say that, so I'm not too confusing, is people frequently ask me. They say I've got a a six foot by ten foot by eight foot high coop. Um, right. What do you recommend? Uh, what I recommend is first of all the customer has to realize that the heater is not designed to warm the coop. Right. It's not designed to warm the coop. It's designed to heat the pet, the chicken, the bird, whatever, uh, underneath while it's under there. And it should be set up so that the bird can seek its own comfort level, depending on uh, they'll move in and out from underneath the heater, and they'll manage that themselves. So just allow them to have that opportunity. If it's above a perch, maybe you want to have two or three different levels of perch where that bird can move up and, and down uh, on the side of it. But again, freak, the most frequent question is, is you know, they're, they're thinking it's going to heat their coop. The sweeter heater won't right. heat the coop. You don't need to heat the coop, as you point out. But mm-hmm. we can also spoil those girls a little bit by giving them a little okay. sunshine and those long, cold winters. That's exactly right. Another great benefit is we, anybody who has chickens knows how uh, dusty they can be or how, how much dust they can create, whether it be in the brooder or even in, in the coop when you go to clean and there's a layer of dust on everything. And if you have that heat lamp or anything in there, uh, the layer of dust, and, and your unit completely self-contained and, and can be clean, can be washed, can be wiped down, even can even be sanitized with sanitizer during your uh, by, you know, your bi-yearly uh, cleanings when you do that, and even your spot cleaning. Um, so tell us about that benefit with your product. Well, it's completely sealed um, so mm-hmm. that, you know, you can clean up, you can wash. Uh, we don't obviously don't recommend that you submerge any of right. them in the water itself because the liquid-tight connectors and the seals uh, can fail. 
but you certainly can wash them down, spray them, or just be careful with them. Uh, electricity and, and water just don't get along very good. But we've never <laughs> exactly. had a complaint about anybody washing and cleaning them, hosing them down, or anything like that. Uh, they're tough. Uh, you can drop them. You, you know, the corners, uh, we've tried to improve the corners a little bit. Uh, yep. But they'll work. Um, you can be pretty abusive to them. Birds, you know, some of the folks tell us that the, that they're suspended above them, the birds will jump on top of them and that sort of thing. And it's it's pretty tough for the bird to perch on it with the way they're designed. So right. if the bird gets on them, they just kind of tip and they come down. But again, exactly. um, they're tough and durable. Now you've got, you know, many different, one another perk for, for your specific item as well is that um, the chicken owner who, who you know, is justifying, okay, well, let's say I get the largest $129 in that area, uh, maybe I don't need one quite that big, save a little bit of money, that you can utilize this also in the brooder for the baby chick. So it's kind of a uh, kill two birds with one stone, no pun intended. Uh, so you can utilize this maybe in the spring in your brooder area to keep those, uh, those biddies kind of nice and warm and toasty. And then, of course, when it's time, if you're one to choose to uh, provide a little heat source for your chickens in the wintertime, it can go right out to the coop. Then you can bring it back in the springtime and use it as a brooder heater. So you kind of got a, a double use of this one unit uh, when you're looking at kind of defraying the cost of, you know, maybe having that heat lamp for the brooder and the sweeter heater for the coop. And you can use you can use really the sweeter heater for both uh, tasks, both the brooder heater uh, and the uh and as the uh, the coop warmer, so that's always a bonus. You do have uh, many different sizes. You can tell us about those, and uh, uh, the, the I think there's four, three, or, I think there's four different sizes, isn't? Aren't there, Chuck? Right. Yes, there are. There are four different sizes. Uh, the part number kind of um, describes the the size of the unit. For example, we have an eleven a eleven by eleven heater. Uh, we have 11 by 16, we have 11 by 30, and 11 by 40. So the OH1111, for example, or the side mount 1111, the unit itself is 11 inches by 11 inches. The 11 by 16 is a little bit bigger, probably the most popular uh, unit for the brooder is 11 inches by 16. So you have the side mount or the overhead 1116 model. And the 1130 uh, is the OH or side mount 1130. Again, it's 11 inches by 30 inches long. Again, a real popular uh, chick brooder that can be converted to be used into the coop itself in, in the colder months of the year. Um, and then there's 11 by 40, the side mount or the overhead. Now, just to explain the difference uh, for people that aren't real familiar with us, uh, the side mount model has the cord coming out the side of the unit. The OH model has a cord coming out the center of the top of the unit. The OH model is designed primarily to be suspended, um, and it comes with a, set, with, a, with a couple lengths of chain and some S-hooks um, so that you can accomplish that. You probably will need more uh, material to hang it, but we, know, we don't have any idea what, what kind of system. But the, but the OH model is designed to be suspended. Now, the 
the side mount model comes with brackets that you can actually flush mount it to a, to a ceiling or to a wall. Uh, I personally recommend the overhead because that's more, it's to mount it in an overhead fashion on a ceiling because that's kind of the way nature is. It, it, you know, the warmth comes from the sun and is radiated down. So, but that's the difference in the two models. Um, again, the side mount can be flush mounted to a wall or a ceiling. Uh, it's pretty popular uh, even with uh, exotic bird people behind their cages and stuff. They just mount them to the wall of the house or something like that. Yep. That's the big yeah, difference. That's the side mount unit, that being said, the side mount unit may be more versatile because you still could suspend the side mount unit over the top of a a roosting area or something, and also just set it on top of a, a box or something like that where you're where you're brooding uh, brooding little chicks. Absolutely, and for those who have the homestead or the farm or many different types of animals, this doesn't have to stop being used. Uh, say in the coop, I know you've got pictures on your site over a, a dog that's had puppies, uh, you know, pigs that have had you know piglets and and any other. Uh, a place or animal uh, that you need some uh, some supplemental heat for for whatever occasion that that may arise. And so, folks, you can you can go see this uh, the, the side mount uh, as well as the um, overhead mount at sweeterheater.com. How easy is that? Sweet as in candy. Sweeterheater. Uh, dot com and you can purchase right from there, of course, as well. And like you said, the eleven by eleven, you're looking at. Um, uh, Seventy-nine dollars up to one hundred and twenty-seven dollars for the largest model, which is uh, the eleven inches by forty inches uh, long, and um, you, you can see uh, all of that. You've got um, the place you can do questions, different again popular applications. You've got pictures of again the dog and the puppy or the baby chicks, um, the baby goats, uh, you know any anything regarding uh, inside it. You can be on one side of a. Uh, cat carrier, I guess, with the cat in there, uh, for the pet carrier, different ways to, to hang it uh, based on the age of the chicks and the coop. I know that um, I'm going to try to think it was probably in, don't hold me to this, either last fall or last winter, probably the last fall issue of Chicken Whisper magazine, fall of 2014, uh, there was a review on the sweeter heater from uh, Kate, um, and I uh, can't remember her last name right off the, the bat. She'll shoot me for that. But um, And uh, she lives in Wisconsin. And so, you know, we, we hunt out and found somebody that lives in Wisconsin that that uh, utilized this and wrote, a, wrote a, an amazing review on the sweeter here that you can see again for free uh, at uh, chickenwhisperermagazine.com. You can take a look and just go through our issues. And I believe it's the fall issue of 2014 when we, uh, when we did this. We even gave one away, I think, in that issue as well. Um, to a reader regarding the uh, the contest, and uh, I know you you allow us to do that uh, about four or five times a year or so, and so it's probably time now with the season coming up, we'll probably do another contest on our Facebook page and uh, and uh, utilize the sweeter heater for for one of the prizes, reptile cages. I know a lot of big fans out there for reptile cages, dog houses, the hen house. Um, and uh, the brooders uh, as well. So and you can get all that again, folks. Sweeter heater. Uh, dot com. So, um, Chuck, what's uh, how about um, uh, 
down the pipe, basically, in the future? Have y'all looked at, you know, taking recommendations from from uh, users and say, hey, what about this feature or what about a larger one or a different shape? Or uh, right now I know that it's, it's fitting the mold and the things are awesome, but sometimes there's always maybe research and development. Maybe you can't share with it regarding any type of uh, competition. I don't know if you got any. I haven't seen anything like it. But... Um, any, anything uh, that you have on the top of your head that for, for future years you're thinking about? Well, I, I do have, um, actually we haven't looked at any different sizes. Uh, I've kind of any input that, that, that you know, that your uh, listeners would have as to suggestions and so forth, um, we'd be wide open to taking a look at. Um, we've just been focusing, again, on a specific area for a pet. Uh, we have people that are that are kidding uh, with goats and so forth that find them real reliable. So it seems like kidding is always done uh, right in the cold spring weather, and, and it's, it's, uh, they need a lot of attention and some warmth. Uh, whelping puppies has been very popular, and, again, the, the sizes have kind of evolved um, based on that. The other thing that I've been thinking of that we've been looking at uh, toward the spring and, and another thing that your customers would uh, might be interested in, in getting some feedback to me on is, is a, a, I call it a peeper keeper. It would be a set of, a series of, of uh, old plastic board um, fencing that, that you could corral your chicks, your baby chicks on in various sizes uh, and it would be designed to hold that heater at, uh, we think with, with newborn chicks, that heater should be set at about six inches off the off the surface so those people can go in and out of it and get into the, and if it's on the corner on the edge, they get in there where they have security. Uh, so we've been thinking about a little corral that I, that I would call the peeper creeper in different sizes for different size booters that could be extended just interlocking, it would be. I think it would be kind of reasonable. Yeah. Uh, one thing that we're just one for different things, right? Uh, one thing. One thing that comes to mind as well. I said kind of during my introduction uh, about, yeah, and, and you reassured our listeners of that that hey, you know, this folks, this isn't designed to heat the coop to a, a seventy-two balmy, nice degrees in the wintertime. It's designed to provide some warmth and comfort for your pins your rooster while they're on on the roost uh overnight and um we talked about that you know this is not going to provide enough heat in the coop to say prevent the water down on the on the floor of the coop from freezing but that may be another thing that um uh, that, that uh, i could recommend too is uh some type of uh again there's a couple of units out there that have been out there for a very for decades and decades and decades um and it's basically uh, again kind of a self-contained uh heater that you would set the water on, um, and I know you said water and electricity obviously don't mix, but being self-contained, maybe the design way you can do that, because I know there are some heaters out there that you that are uh, been out there for decades, but that might be something, too, that uh, you can look at. I can't imagine other than maybe just a different mold for the shape, making it maybe round, um, have the wire come out kind of the side, and then... Uh, uh, have some type of just uh, the 
caulking around that silicone to, to you know, because it's already self-contained other than, you know, the kind of way that wire comes out, the power cord, but, and then just make a mold where you pour that, and it's it's a, a round one that you can set a lot of the popular waterers uh, on uh, for folks, or maybe even a, that they could even, I guess, you know, the, the, the smaller one that you've got. I don't know because I haven't done the research to see if you wall-mounted the smaller one kind of next to your water source, if that's going to put up enough heat right next to the water. But that, that's something that I could maybe, you know, say, hey, man, it may look good to kind of research that a little bit, look into that, see if we can utilize the same technology into some type of heated water or base uh, for the waterers, for the folks, because that, that's a big issue as well. Even a lot of people that don't heat their coop, uh, in any fashion, still in in the in the winter months in, in a lot of America, they still run electricity to their coop and utilize some type of water warmer uh, water heater uh, to to keep just enough heat just to keep the water from freezing. So I can throw that out there for folks. A lot of people, a lot of listeners are probably shaking their head. Yet, yep, I'd love to have something that would make my life easier than having to swap out waters three or four times a day up here in Wisconsin or Michigan or, or Maine. <laughs> so I'll throw that out there, uh, number one. And folks, you can contact them through their, their webpage. I'm looking at an email button right now. It's sweeterheater.com. So if you have any questions after the show or later on or you go to purchase, um, or like uh, Chuck said, any questions or suggestions about their product or future products, that would be uh, good as well. So, you know, we talk and about uh, – go ahead. Just, just to comment on that, we do have a lot of customers that are using that and f- are finding that, especially with the chick booters, when you have that, that uh, heater suspended over a water or something like that, it's been doing a real good job of, of keeping water from freezing. Up here in awesome. Wisconsin, if you go to my website, you will see a, a picture of actually that's my dog. Uh, I, I took a, a an 11 by 16 and put a dog or a water on it, and you'll see on the thermostat that it's sub zero. Uh, it keeps that keeps that water from freezing. I think an 11 by 11 with a with a general waterer for chickens um, and for small birds. If you turn that 11 by 11 over and set it on the ground, a side mount, okay, manage the cord so that the, so that the uh, birds can't peck on it and so forth, so the pets can't chew it, but it'll keep the water from freezing down to some pretty cold temperatures. Oh, I think I see that now. It's a side mount sweeter heater placed underneath water station. Okay, I see exactly. There you go. So um, you instead of having to reinvent the wheel and do the different shape, you've got that one down. I see that right now. You've got that that uh, kind of a uh, very popular uh, water delivery system for pets that you can buy in most all stores, and you've got that kind of sitting on top of that. And yet you can see by the uh, I see that picture now. How awesome is that? And that actually is listed, folks, at their website sweeterheater.com under. Um, Let's see. Oh, pictures and customer uh, comment. We use right. these um, all different types. Like I didn't see it over on the uh, other page, but I see it uh, here now. Well, I even see somebody that's got one mounted inside. It looks like a, a what I would call, a, I guess, a pickup truck toolbox that goes in the past. See that? That's pretty cool. They keep it's in the winter really time. Creative. It's really been fun <laughs> to work with our customers. They send us pictures and so forth, and we try to add them. And any of your uh, um, listeners that would have any photos or pictures uh, of of our heaters in use, we certainly would like to uh, share them with our customers. 
Yep, it's showing uh, zero degrees, and, uh, and and the water's not frozen here utilizing that. So that's awesome. You can see that picture and how you can use that to keep your uh, waterers from freezing for all your pets, not just uh, not just your chickens. So, you know, when you go down the list, and, and, and I'm getting ready to go on tour here, and I'll be talking about this uh, in depth, about uh, the, the don't kill them with kindness, the number of fires we post, uh, about these dangerous heat lamps, the dust that collects on them, the, the threat of them slinging water on the bulb and breaking it. Now they're eating and stepping in glass, it falling and, check, and, and, and catching the shavings on fire. Um, just super, super, super hot to touch, or it would just dangerously burn you if, if you touched it or your chickens uh, touched it. Um, the deaths uh, every year from, from them falling. Uh, not being really easy to clean whatsoever, the, the extra power bill that you're going to get because they're just so powerful, um, all these these negatives. Um, and, and so when people say, well, yeah, but they're $12. Okay, well, next time you buy one, you, you get home. You, what your deductible well, is when you're Well, look how many of them that have failed that they've got piled up in the corner as their garages and coops. Uh, <laughs> pretty sure the sweeter heaters that in 1995, the vast majority of them are still working. Yeah, and, and then here's a um, yeah a three year warranty, which is unheard of in any industry. So you got the the, the three year warranty uh, with the uh, with the units. And here's another thing that a lot of people, especially newbies, have never heard. I've got pictures of this. I share this on the road when I'm on tour. I share it on my Facebook page. And that is, other than all these negative things we talked about, the heat lamps here most recently. There's another issue that most folks have never heard of when they go to buy these, and that is we have seen an increase, maybe because the chicken movement is still exploding and more people are now starting to, to, to utilize these. They don't know any better. Where we've seen that a lot of the bulbs for these heat lamps, a lot of the bulbs, if you look, are coming out of China, and the adhesive, the glue, the adhesive they're using to keep the glass globe part of the bulb into the, the screw part, the connector part of the heat bulb is failing. And so what happens, we've got a picture of this from, some, from a lot of fans, is the bulb drops out of that socket, and it's, people either find it just hanging there with the two filament wires there, that's it, um, or uh, it completely falls out and, and, and causes a fire. And the, I hate to tell you this, folks, if you don't know, you should know this, uh, that guard that comes with those heat lamps is not small enough to keep that bulb from falling out. You can screw that bulb in and screw it's only designed so if it falls, uh, it may not come in contact or, or, or with the floor to, to break or to catch fire, but we all know how shavings are deep and, and that's not going to happen. So so you can, the bulb can still fall out of that. We have pictures of this happening uh, because of that adhesive they're using to so that, that's another negative that we talk about. And a lot of people who are using those now, I tell them that their eyes get bigger. You know, I even had after two, I think it was last year, the year before, uh, about two weeks after I had mentioned it in a class, she emailed me with a picture and says, you know, I knew better. I took your class, da 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 and look what happened. You had mentioned this happening, and, and two weeks after your class, this happened to me with a bulb. Fell out. Thank goodness it didn't fall all the way out. It was just hanging there out of the socket. Uh, but this is something that's new. We're seeing more of Maybe it's always happened. We're just seeing more of it now because of the number of people that are that are raising backyard poultry year after year now. But um, that's another uh, another negative. And then try to clean that. And these things you can wipe clean. You can sanitize with whatever you know oxine that you're going to use. Wipe it on there. Spray it on there with that mist sprayer. And you can actually disinfect these if you're using it for a brooder uh, in between your flocks and between your broods. 
disinfect is very important, as you know, and so this thing you can you can do that with. So uh, a lot of great positives uh, about this. Again, either hanging it above uh, the roost or mounting on the wall behind the roost. Again, as Chuck said, it's not designed to heat the coop whatsoever, just to provide some warmth for your chickens um, uh, if you choose to do that. We also had commented about using them as the uh, to, for prevent the water from freezing, which is absolutely awesome. Four different sizes ranging from, I think it was $79 up to $127 in those different sizes. They also have some, if you're into all kinds of pets, they even have some that custom fit right over a glass aquarium for your uh, for the folks that like lizards and other snakes and things like that. They have a sweeter heater that will fit right over your, uh, I'm not sure what gallon that aquarium is, Chuck. Maybe you can tell us for those that... One one of them works on the ten gallon, and one is the other size is for a fifteen or twenty gallon, which are the same dimensions on the square. So okay. yeah, the, the one thousand is is for a ten gallon tank, and the fifteen I think it's fifteen twenty th fifteen twenty is for a fifteen or twenty gallon aquarium tank. Okay, got it. Perfect. And, and you can order. <laughs> All right, and folks, you, again, sweeterheater.com, you can go and uh, order this if you're one to uh, uh, want to provide some uh, heat for your chickens uh, over the over the winter months. We're going to go to a real quick commercial break. We'll be back, and, and uh, we'll wrap it up. We're talking with Chuck with Infratherm, who are the makers and inventor of the Sweeter Heater, which, again, as you heard in the commercial earlier, the only heat source we recommend for your coop because uh, we don't want you to kill them with kindness because we know how much you love uh, your flock. So uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this short break with Chuck over at the Sweeter Heater. You've just entered a dimension of dirty water, a dimension of poop-filled water, a dimension of stagnant water. You've crossed into the dirty waterer zone. But up ahead is your signpost to cleaner water, the Bright Tap Chicken Waterer. The Bright Tap Waterer is fully covered. Chickens drink from special valves, so dirt and droppings can't get into the water. Chickens get sparkling clean water. You get less work. No poop-filled water pans for you to touch or wash out. Bright Tap, clean water made simple. Visit chickenwaterer.com to learn more. That's chickenwaterer.com. Hey, it's the Chicken Whisperer. If you're in the market for a new incubator, then look no further than GQF. They have a great selection of tabletop and cabinet-style incubators at prices you can afford. I love my GQF Genesis Model 1588. It has a large picture window and an automatic thermostat, which makes for a better hatch every time. Go pick out your new incubator at GQFRadio.com. That's GQFRadio.com. Pictures of chickens on aprons are common across America, but picture a chicken wearing an apron and you'll probably get a good chuckle. Laugh if you must, but nothing protects hens better than the Hen Saver Hen Apron. Hen Saver Hen Aprons protect your hens from the damage caused by an overly affectionate rooster and may even provide protection from an unexpected hawk attack. Hen savers come in several different sizes to fit both bantam and standard sized hens and roosters. Colors include camo, denim, navy, brown, khaki or black, and soon pink. 
Crazy K Farm is expanding its already colorful hen saver collection to include the color pink. A portion of their sales will be donated to organizations that fund breast cancer research and awareness. Order your hen saver aprons today at hensaver.com. That's hensaver.com. Ideal Poultry has been a family-owned and operated business since 1937. Their business is built on customer service and quality poultry. From rare white and brown egg layers to broilers, ducks, turkeys, and bantams, Ideal Poultry is the largest supplier of backyard poultry in the United States, shipping close to 5 million chicks annually. Visit them online at idealpoultry.com. That's idealpoultry.com. Are you in the market for a new chicken coop? Want one that will outlast all the others? Then check out Urban Coop Company. All of their coops are made from 100% appearance-grade western red cedar with galvanized hardware and advanced all-weather joinery right here in the USA. Compared to other coops, Urban Coop Company coops will last longer and look better doing it. They're designed to be both beautiful and functional. In fact, they have earned the Chicken Whisperer seal of approval and are Chicken Whisperer approved. I invite you to browse their website to learn more about the many features of their coops and check out their integrated coop accessories that will make your life easier. Urban Coop Company is a family-owned business located in Dripping Springs, Texas, USA. They are passionate about building great coops because they know you're passionate about your backyard chickens. Visit them online at urbancoopcompany.com. That's urbancoopcompany.com. Love Nest brings the natural goodness of herbs to you in your backyard with handcrafted organic blends for your backyard friends. Packaged in a resealable bag, 100% USDA certified organic, Love Nest blends come ready to sprinkle directly into the nesting R coop bedding and are completely natural and edible. There's Love Nest Chick Mix Blend, a gentle herb blend perfect for young chicks. Love Nest Layer Blend, designed to help support laying and soothe ruffled feathers. And Love Nest Critter Ritter Blend is naturally effective against those unwelcome guests such as lice, moths, and other pests. Ask for Love Nest at your favorite local feed store or visit them online at www.loveluv-nest.com and try Love Nest Organic Blends for your backyard friends today. Alrighty, thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisper brought to you by Kalmbach Feeds. And again, we're broadcasting live today from the great state of Alabama here at Guntersville State Park. Uh, I'll be here speaking on a Saturday to the Faithway Feeds dealers uh, at their yearly dealer conference. Really looking forward to that. And um, we're starting off. This kind of kicks off this first event, the 2015 Fall Chicken Whisper Tour. And I've got about 15 stops, I think, on this tour, going from uh, Alabama, North Carolina, um, Virginia, West Virginia, Kentucky, and over in Illinois. And then uh, I heard kind of through the grapevine that uh, this is very, very tentative. Just kind of heard and talking that next year our spring tour may uh, be heading up 
towards uh, Wisconsin and uh, Iowa and Michigan and up in that area. So if that's if that's where the road takes me next spring, then Chuck, I'll have to make sure I uh, stop by and I say hello to you and your uh, wonderful wife, and that'll be uh, next spring. I'll make sure I get up that way. So, folks, we're talking with Chuck, owner and founder. Yeah, we, of, and if it's, go ahead. We'd be looking forward to seeing you. Maybe we'll try to take in a few of those shows when you get up in this country. Yeah, that'll be great. We'd uh, we'd love to do that, and that's right now just kind of the grapevine. We'll see what happens a long time uh, away, though time flies. So, uh, uh, but yeah, so and one thing you can do, folks, also with this uh, is uh, make you can put this on a timer, so it's not running all day long. Of course, if you live in Wisconsin, that you may be running it all day long uh, in in some of the colder the colder months. But you can just plug this right into one of those uh, timers. We recommend that you probably get one for outdoor use. Um, and make sure, and that's something we recommend when you're when you're doing your 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 big big cleaning twice a year, not your spot cleaning or your you know monthly cleaning, but your two big disinfectant cleanings twice a year of your coop. Look for any frays, look for any wires where, where critters might have uh, chewed on them or anything like that. But uh, outdoor uh, approved uh, equipment is always uh, recommended. You can plug this into a timer to have it come on at the specific times that you actually want it come on if you choose to do that. So there are different mini applications for this. So, But today we've been talking with uh, Chuck with Infratherm and the Sweeter Heater, sweeterheater.com. Just, add on that, um, yes. It's really nice that you pointed that out. You can put it on a timer, which is off and on during the day. There's also uh, programmable thermostats that work just like your uh, mm-hmm. you can program them to turn off and on depending on temperature. Uh, the right. unit would plug right into your outlet uh, in the coop, or presumably make sure you have a ground fault protected outlet. Right. But then you can program that to turn off and on at certain temperatures. Uh, so it isn't just day and night, but it can be temperature driven. Most hardware stores, uh, farm stores, probably have one. We, yep, we have done a, a bit of work with one called the Lux. It's built by Lux. I shouldn't do a commercial here, but it's a it's a five <laughs> it's a Win 100 5.2 programmable programmable outlet thermostat. Um, pretty reasonably priced at, at, a, at an outlet store, where if it's uh, it gets warm during the day, um, it'll shut it off at a certain temperature, and when the coop gets to That's an absolute fabulous idea. I'm, I'm familiar with those. Just didn't enter it into my brain at that time. So, yeah, you can uh, you can utilize that. Um, now, is it is it important to have that? Because I've never used one of those. It's important to have that sensor near, I guess, where your chickens are, like on say on the roost. Like if you put this maybe the sensor, the plug way down at the bottom in the corner, then obviously that's not going to sense what the chickens are feeling. Say maybe up on on the roost. So I, maybe it's safe to say that if you can utilize that or when you're building your coop or designing the sand to put that uh, thermostat or the plug that you plug it into somewhere near where your chickens are to get a better idea of it's coming on and coming off based on the comfort of your chicken level. I can see if you put that far away from, say, the roost where your chickens are overnight where you want them to experience the heat, it may be on a lot more than you want it to versus what, you know, near that area that's actually being heated and so you get an accurate temperature of idea of what your the temperature your chickens are actually feeling when they're they're on the roof. So that might be a suggestion uh, as well. 
But all the great Sorry, leaders English. we've talked about. Mm-hmm. I talked about the issue. Determining where the, where the temperatures are at the ceiling, because it's going to be warmer at the at the top of the coop above the roof, right. probably on the floor, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, you know, it's three-year warranty, um, affordable, relatively speaking, especially when we talk about the risks regarding a $12 heat lamp. Um, you can sanitize it. You can you can clean it. Uh, there's two different ways you can mount this thing. Um, it's, it's you know, it's just all these great positives versus uh, all the negatives regarding using a uh, don't-kill-them-with-kindness type of a, a heat lamp. And so uh, I hope a lot of our listeners, if you're interested, going over to SweeterHeater.com and taking a look at those. And uh, uh, if it's time now to go ahead and get one, if you're one that wants to, uh, you know, hey, baby your chickens. There's a lot of folks out there that keep chickens. It's a huge melting pot of people. Um, And just like I'm going to tell the dealers on Saturday who carry a lot of chicken products, you know, you might have somebody walk in your store and when they see treats uh, uh, on on the aisle for chickens and and toys for chickens, they may giggle, roll their eyes and walk out the store and just buy a bag of feed. But guess what? The next lady or man that comes in is going to go right down that aisle and pick up that toy, pick up those treats. So there's, again, that big melting pot of people and they all have their view. But um, one person may may balk at that, no pun intended. And the next person is, hey, ring me up. I want these things. So uh, it's it's really neat how uh, uh, Korea is so so diverse. So there are people that are going to have uh, heaters in their coops. That's why we do this. Uh, so we because we want them to make sure that they don't kill kill them with kindness, and it uh, ends up being a safe uh, and enjoyable experience for them. Chuck, thank you very much for joining us today. We do appreciate it. Any last uh, comments or anything you'd like to add? Well, first of all, thank you for having me on again. I, I sure. always enjoy visiting with you. And <laughs> and uh, as far as for your listeners, spoil those girls this winter. Get them a sweeter <laughs> Exactly. I, I I concur. Do that with the uh, the sweeter heater versus the the heat lamp. So, Chuck, thanks so much for coming on. We appreciate it, and we'll see you next time we have our sponsors on. And good luck to you this winter. All right. Thanks a lot, Andy. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye bye. That's Chuck, uh, the owner and founder of Infratherm, uh, makers of the sweeter heater, the only coop heater that we recommend here at Chicken Whisperer Radio. And uh, we have for many, many years. I don't think I've ever read a negative uh, complaint uh, about the unit. If you have any suggestions for Chuck, you can, again, send them right there on his website, sweeterheater.com. You can pay there on their website using uh, even PayPal, uh, I noticed. And you can get a lot of ideas of how people and people just like yourself are using uh, the sweeter heater. So uh got to love it. Um, thanks, Chuck, for joining us. Uh, that's pretty awesome. And uh, let's see, I've got a a couple more ads here I want to play for everybody, and then uh, we'll talk about what's coming up on the tour and what's coming up next week right here on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. I'll be right back. Real short break. Since 1921, Stromberg's has been a family-owned and operated business, providing quality poultry and poultry supplies to their customers. Today, the Stromberg family offers over 200 different breeds of poultry, including chickens, waterfowl, and game birds. They also offer poultry supplies for the beginner or advanced poultry keeper. Stromberg should be on the top of your list when it comes time to order. Shop online at www.strombergschickens.com or call today at one 800 720 1134. Remember that Stromberg's 
chickens.com. Come back. Come back. From our family to yours, feed your chickens the way nature intended. Pure, wholesome goodness. Kalmbach Feeds. Visit our website at kalmbachfeeds.com. That's K-A-L-M-B-A-C-H feeds.com. Or order today on Amazon.com. Kalmbach Feeds is a proud sponsor of The Chicken Whisperer. All right, thank you very much for uh, staying with us. I was going to run down here, uh, kind of where I'm going to be here on tour. Of course, the the event this weekend, close to the public, I'll be speaking again at the Faithway Feeds um, Dealer Conference to a bunch of dealers to carry their their feeds. So uh, that'll be this weekend. And then it looks like as far as public events, for the month of October, uh, October 1st, I will be at the B&K General Store in Burgaw, North Carolina, 6 p.m. start time on that B&K General Store in Burgaw, North Carolina. Then from there, we head up on October 3rd, Double L Tack in Coates, North Carolina. Double L Tack in Coates, North Carolina. That's 10.30 a.m. That's a Saturday event, uh, and they're having a big open house. There'll be a lot of cool stuff going on there. October 3rd, Double L Tack in Coates, North Carolina. I'll be uh, speaking at 10.30 a.m. October 6th, Old Dominion Hay in Smithfield, Virginia. That's Old Dominion Hay, Smithfield, Virginia, 6 p.m. start time then. And then October 8th, CFC Farm and Home. That's CFC Farm and Home in Culpeper, Virginia, 6 p.m. start time for that event. October 12th, Valley Cash and Feed uh, in Nitro, West Virginia. That's Valley Cash Feed, uh, Nitro, West Virginia, 6 p.m. October 13th, the very next day, Valley Cash Feed in... Um, uh, Barbersville, West Virginia, 6 p.m. start time there. October 14th, Ashland Milling in Ashland, Kentucky, 6 p.m. for that event. October 15th, Lips Farm Service in Tollsboro, Kentucky, 6 p.m. start time. October 19th, Woodford Feed in Versailles, uh, Kentucky, um, 6 p.m. start time for that. Uh, October 20th, Bluegrass Seed in Bardstown, Kentucky, 6 p.m. October 22nd, uh, it's a month from yesterday, uh, Ballard Tack in Paducah, Kentucky. Got a lot of fans in Paducah, long-time listeners as well. October 26th, McKinney's in Marion, Illinois, 6 p.m. And then to wrap up the fall tour, October 27th, I'll be in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and that location is to be announced, to be announced there. But on the 27th, Bowling Green, Kentucky. I'm not sure exactly where yet or the time, but I will let you know as soon as possible. That's on the 2015 Chicken Whisper Tour, sponsored by Combog Feeds. Looking forward to that. Every single event includes a getting started with backyard poultry workshop, a book signing, um, pictures and autographs, questions and answers. Um, half the events are going to have a, um, a feed poultry nutritionist, Ph.D., uh, Dr. Nancy, is going to be there uh, talking about the great Kalmbach products a little bit more in detail. Every uh, person who attends will get a free Chicken Whisperer magazine and free handouts from USDA regarding avian influenza and biosecurity. There will be a lot more goodies and prizes given away at every single event, plus refreshments. got to love those cookies that we had. Man, we had a lot. I think every single place we stopped at, I think just about on the last tour, they they went to a local bakery 
and had the most outstanding cookies in, in the world at these stops. Uh, we did have one place that went kind of over the top, and they had a full-fledged, uh, sorry, folks, chicken dinner from a local uh, eatery, and it was uh, it was fabulous as well. So I do hope to be able to see it this fall on the Chicken Whisperer Tour. And uh, we're going to try to maintain these shows as much as we possibly can throughout the tour because uh, I know I love you, you you love tuning in, and we love you tuning in. And uh, it's uh, kind of a sponsor season now, so we'll be welcoming uh, over the next uh, few weeks all of our sponsors that support this radio show and the Chicken Whisperer. So uh, we've had uh, we've had several so far, and we'll have many, many more to come. So we want to say thank you very much uh, for tuning in today, and we'll make sure that we'll see you while we're on the tour where we're broadcasting uh, for the weeks to come right here on Blog Talk Radio. Oh, by the way, over on Facebook uh, this week, today, tomorrow, uh, I'll probably be giving away a chicken fountain, maybe a, a, uh, not a ch- well, chicken fountain, and a sweeter heater, and I also have a really cool shaped egg basket. Uh, I meant to give it away over the weekend. I was just too busy getting ready for the tour uh, all this week. So a lot of prizes are going to be given away over on our Facebook page this week. So uh, kind of be on your toes and uh, be looking for that. Uh, if you want to go overhead now and go to our page, uh, it's uh, facebook.com forward slash the chicken whisperer. And when you're there, uh, right there where it says like, I know you've already liked the page, but there's a little arrow there. Uh, you can drop that box down and put, you know, see post first. That way uh, you'll, you're guaranteed. Facebook has gotten so, uh, I don't know, controlling over anybody seeing posts nowadays. It's really uh, discouraging uh, a lot of times. But if you want to make sure you win some of these great prizes, uh, then you can do that. Then you're guaranteed to see our post on your live feed. So thanks so much for tuning in today. We'll see you next week. Have a wonderful uh, – actually, I'll take, wait, 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 wait. Tomorrow, I've got Dr. McCray coming on. What was I thinking? Um, let me go over here and I'll tell you what maybe the, the um, uh, for some reason I was thinking today was Thursday, but it is not. Um, let me see what we've got. Let's see, the 23rd, and she was actually going to be on the 16th. So let's see, that was uh, September 17th. Oh, maybe we'll probably have... Uh, uh, eccentric information, eccentric information. So that's going to be kind of a mystery topic for tomorrow uh, with the poultry scientist and Professor Dr. McRae. So we will be broadcasting tomorrow uh, before we hit the weekend. I was, for some reason, thinking it was Thursday. We don't broadcast on Friday, but no, it's just Wednesday. So I'll see you tomorrow right here on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Wish for brought to you by Cobb Feeds. God bless everybody. See you tomorrow. <laughs>